0: Hi. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Hi, our folks. second episode of Theater 5. Yay. Hello. I mean, it's been probably like a few weeks, but yeah, we'll probably get back to the hang of it. So, today, um, we all picked out a musical that's kind of like underrated or which a lot of people haven't heard of or something, and we're going to kind of share it to everyone. So.
1: So we've all we've all chosen musicals that like that are relatively not as known, not like no big name brand like you know Mean Girls, Hamilton, West Side Story, musicals like that. Definitely not those that literally everyone has heard of. So we're going. So we all chosen our different musicals. Um, we'll each talk about them. I will. I'll go first so the first the musical i chose was the musical 36 questions which if anyone who knows what the 36 questions are essentially you and a partner are supposed to take th- are supposed to ask 36 these specific 36 questions to each other to get to know each other and and if you're a good match you will fall in love by the end of the 36 questions this musical is not really is not really like that um so the two, the musical is about two characters. It's not a very large cast. It's between Jace and Judith. Jace, it, and they recently broke up after being married, or technically divorced. So that not be what it is, because Judith, who claimed claimed herself to be Na- Natalie Cook, not Judith Ford, and for ye and for the years the relationship went on, lied about her, her entire identity while it was still technically her. The name was different and the identity she built for herself in the past was different. And when Jace finds this out, he realizes the past years he spent with her was a lie. That's kind of the basic that's the uh, I said that's the basic summary of that musical.
0: Uh Parker, like I have a question, like, where did you hear about this musical?
1: Um, I was literally on TikTok, and I had, and someone was, I saw, uh, like a mutual friend of mine, uh, she used that sound, and it was, she used a sound from it, the, it was the song for the record, which is probably, which is about the most popular song, the most popular song from the whole musical. It's, it's pretty much, a lot of people know about that one, but no one really has listened to the rest of the musical, but Mm. I saw that, I haven't had a new musical to listen to recently, so I... Picked, i i looked that i looked that listen to the rest of it it is a bit annoying to listen to if you're gonna listen to it it's in three each act has its own uh like album you have to listen to oh really thankfully there's like there's like five there's like five like five, four or five songs in each uh, in each of those so you just kind of like i just since i've the music downloaded each three and i listened to it for a little bit so i think each of its each act has its strong points i prefer i don't have a personal preference that is I think the last one's the weakest but they're all I think they're all really good um so I'm taking a little more into the story for those of you want to listen to it I wouldn't hear this part of it uh so the story starts about a a month after the divorce like between two weeks to a month they're never specific about it uh and it's Judith at Jace's door begging to begging him <laughs> to let her in. And so and then eventually he does let her in and then that they move and then he explains and he, he's moved into his childhood home which has his moms have not have, have no, no longer live in, but he was able to the house has been paid off. It just no one lived there, so his mom's let him live there. Uh and then he's and then he had his first song is basically explaining how his life fell apart after he left and now as he's moved into this house. Everything is collapsing. There's a mm, he's trying yeah. to forget he's trying to forget about Judith. He's trying to uh, he's trying to fix a light bulb, but rewire this, he's rewired a ceiling. He finds a bunch of mold everywhere, a lot of pipes don't work. And probably the funniest thing is that when he had to break down a wall because there was mold behind it, he found a duck. <laughs> and because he didn't know what to do with the duck, he now has a pet duck named Henry, which is probably—it's nice. a, a bit of a depressing musical, but that is the probably funniest part about it. So throughout that song, he explains to he explains to Judith that everything has been spiraling downhill since then, and so but she during that song she also explains that she just wants to do one thing. And she wants to make she wants to uh, like explain everything that happened and tell and tell Jace essentially the truth. So, and how they start the truth is that they decide she explains she essentially explains Natalie is a fake identity who she pretended to be for years, and they burn they burn a trinket I think it is of something that represented Natalie. So, while. Uh, Jace is still a bit confused to why she did that. She never- she doesn't explain quite yet, but she just- she explains that Natalie was a group actor creating creation by both of them, just Jace didn't really know, so they have a ritual that burns something about Natalie, so they can forget about Natalie and get to know Judith. Um... We also learn more about Jace, that in his internal conflict, he really wants to know who Judith is, because he spent so much time with her when he thought she was Natalie, which is a very interesting dynamic from both of them, which is, it explains why they're both there, along with the fact that, you know, they still love each other, it's still kind of something that's important to them. Uh, another important note is that when they started dating, they did go over those 36 questions I talked about, which is hence the title and (laughs) in this and in the final song of act one for the record they do actually go they do actually go back and start answering those questions so to try again and as they're answering those questions their answers are still the same and which is kind of to more explains to jace that judith is still this is still natalie it's just but it's still natalie they're the same person but we don't act, but the reason she doesn't decide to be Judith is because she warned and put on Natalie is because of who she was before she met Jace. This is kind of, this you learn in Act two. W- that Judith is wasn't a great person when she was a child. Her parents and her had the relationship where if something went wrong, the answer to fix it was to lie and to yeah. man, and to cover up the problem as if it had never happened. We go through explaining her childhood. She broke slowly here with dad. So when she told her mom, her mom was her mom told her, okay, we're gonna lie about it. We never knew it broke. We're so, we didn't, we barely even knew about it. We're so sorry, and then end of story. And then. So each time something horrible happened in, in her life she can she would always go crying back to her parents and they would always fix it eventually she started li- eventually she started living on her own and when she didn't end... She- She started to and as a lyric in it, she started to form some fun habits. She put her white her white blood cells to work. And for those of you who don't know what that means, it means it means she had to build it means she started taking on a lot of unhealthy drugs, such as (laughs) it never explicitly states that, but she started she became a drug addict for a while and got depression. And then as and then she almost she almost killed herself, as explained in that. So she, Judith definitely comes from a very, very traumatic past. but when she met Jace and Jace asked her to coffee, she found, she thought of it as an opportunity to no longer be who she was and have to get rid of the baggage and right this the son of Natalie and she thought it would be for one coffee, but it ended up being more than that. and she, it, she got too far deep where she didn't she couldn't go back. But she did want to keep going, which really only made it worse for her. So that's what that's her story on it, and so, and then Jace kind of starts to understand why the relationship was so perfect because it was essentially a dream because the whole thing was built on a false truth, and that was kind of so that made their entire relationship a dream until that truth until the false truth was inevitably revealed, and we and he figured out who Natalie who was, act- was actually and then in the la- that's, this happens in Act one and two in the final act. they, act, uh, they both come to terms with they're no longer they, they can't have a relationship. It's just not healthy for that because of the uncertainty of everything. so and they just kind of and they both accept that they still love each other, but they need to move on from
0: each other in their own life. Mm, uh, that was not what I was expecting. When, it, when you first said, like, uh, <laughs> when you first said, like, 36 questions, I thought it was just going to be, like, one of those high school shows that, like, yeah, like, those random, like, high school musical things. I didn't know. It was, yeah. Yeah.
1: It was a, it's <laughs> a very deep musical. I like it. I really, I really like it a was interesting. Yeah, it's it really, was. It's really good. I enjoyed it a lot. Definitely recommend it. I, I thought it was, I personally just enjoyed it. There was a lot of, like, interesting character development, and as you listen yeah. to it, like, if you go in blind, as I did, you don't get a lot. So, I, like, I would list. I would recommend listening to him more than once because you definitely pick up a lot of things, and you definitely you start to understand what's yeah. happening. And- love to have their perspectives it's a really it's just a really interesting story to go d- into deep into, to like dive into another fun thing about it that i didn't know from a technical standpoint until i did a little more research is that it's it was actually originated
0: as a podcast musical uh, so yeah that's what i was, I was thinking that too like kind of sounds it was, like one of those podcast musicals
1: yeah i didn't know that podcast <laughs> whoa but, uh, so, yeah, it was only ever meant to be, like, in video form, which does kind of suck, because it would have been fun to perform in, if it was a real thing, yeah. but also such as with literally two characters that the story is about, and, like, a bit of ensemble, barely any, it is definitely a v- very yeah. unlikely for any, like, big thing to take and perform, but I do think it was, I, I think it's, I think it was a really cool musical, and definitely worth a w- listen, yeah. so...
0: Do you know like uh, do you know like when it came out on Broadway? I don't think it ever was on Broadway. Oh, it wasn't. So it was off Broadway. I,
1: it was. I think. I mean, I don't know if podcast musicals go to Broadway. Uh, like it's. I don't think they do. I think it was like a web-based musical. So, like that. It. It was. I think it's. It's Jonathan Groff and. Oh really? Up, yeah, he plays Jace, cool. and then I will find the other the actress who plays Judith um That actress, that actress is Jesse Sh- Shelton. Mm, so that's cool. they're both, re- yeah, they're both, really, they're both really good in that. And then, so that's, so that was that. Yeah. That, was that musical. That's
0: pretty deep. Um, Ian, what musical did you pick?
2: I picked the musical Groundhog Day.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's good. Based
2: off <laughs> the movie. Yeah, of course. Here, here, one sec.
0: I actually um heard um at the Paramount Theater. Nuora that they're actually um, gonna be playing Groundhog Day. of course it got postponed, and the, they're playing in two, 2022. I mean, everything hopefully everything. Pushed, yeah. Everything
1: has to be kind of pushed back to that point because by that time, most people who need it can get the vaccine.
0: Yeah, yeah. I was pretty excited. But that's right, a di-
1: that's a different topic. We can. go Okay, back to I'm
2: this. back. Sorry about that. Somebody walked in my basement, and I was like, be quiet. I actually I really Okay, I, okay, I picked gra- the musical Groundhog Day. Um based off the movie Groundhog Day. Very of well-known. course. Yes. <laughs> um one of the fun facts about it is the music writer is the same music writer as Matilda.
0: Yeah, I heard about that before. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So um when the musical was announced it got a lot of backlash because people were like it's never going to be as good so i'm not going to see it
1: oh so that's kind of a, that did not that's out. kind of a stupid yeah. remark to anyone like you can't just yes these musicals are different than movies but like give it a chance of the story you like might as well you don't have to like yeah. it okay
2: so the writing uh, for the music was actually supposed to be somebody else and then it did get switched to tim minchin who who is um the same writer as matilda's music as i said Mm -hmm. um this premiered in 2017 it's is starring two lead characters and the rest are um supporting and featured so starring um rita hansen and phil connors yeah um those are the characters names and phil connors is a um tv uh weather broadcaster and he gets stuck in the same day forever and he just relives groundhog day every single day
0: but do you know like why he got stuck in every single day
2: i'm gonna be fully honest when i say i don't even
0: remember (laughs) i remember so basically he has to learn to be nice that's pretty much it like he kinda, keeps them realizing It was kind of like a pun,
1: It was kind of like a punishment, and like yeah, he has to eventually. He has to, you know, learn to be a better person, which always a good message. Interesting delivery of how to per- portray that. But
0: earlier, I was actually uh, listening to a lot of the songs, and it's actually pretty good. And a lot of the lines, they're they are kind of funny too. Yeah, yeah. it is
2: supposed to be a comedy musical. Yeah, it is. Yeah, um, he is in Punxsutney, Pennsylvania. Yeah.
1: Punxsutney is
2: in Pennsylvania, as we Yeah, that's cool. Wait, how, how do you say?
1: I it? I, I said Punxsutney.
0: I don't know. I've never heard of that place. Honestly, I've not. <laughs> yeah. So, moving yeah. on, I picked a musical called Subway's Are for Sleeping. Now, this is this uh it's a kind of an old musical. Uh, so, basically, Subway Surfers for Sleeping is a, it's a musical that was inspired off of an article which was written about Subway homeless Homelessness. Uh, so, yeah. The musical is produced by David Merrick with the book and lyrics by Betty Comden and Alf Green, and the music is by Jules Stern. i sure that's how you pronounce it. Um, yeah. So, the musical opened up at the St. James Theater on December twenty seventh, 1961. And it ran for 205 performances that closed on June 23rd, 1962. So it's it's kind of old musical. Um, so the show is about uh, the main character, Angie McKay, who's a magazine writer. And she was assigned to write a story about well-dressed homeless people who are sleeping in the sub- New York subway system. And the leader of that, the group of homeless people is a guy named like Tom Bailey and he's like a one-man um, employment agency that finds other drifters odd jobs and sleeping quarters. And um, for anyone who doesn't know what a drifter is, it's pretty much a person that moves like place in place. And yeah, so moving on, Angie decides to help her story by going undercover and pretending to be a stranded girl from out of town. And then Angie gets in trouble when her real identity gets discovered. Which uh, kind of sounds like a good storyline, which I like.
1: We have a, we've chosen a thing with covering up identities. So like yeah.
0: That. And then the soundtrack has about 16 songs. And actually, earlier, I was listening to a few of them. And it's, I actually like it a lot. It's kind of more of a jazzy music, which, is, which I really like. And um, a few songs of them are like Subway Surfers for Sleeping, Girls Like Me, Ride Through the Night, Be a Santa. Which, um, actually, the show, it's not officially, like, a Christmas show, but it is based in winter. Um, And then, some of the cast included Orson Bean, Sidney Chaplin, and Carol Lawrence, and Phyllis Newman, I'm pretty sure that's how you pronounce it, and some more. But, actually, um, with a pretty good cast, the show opened up to, like, a lot of negative reviews. I had, like, a a big lack of publicity. Publicity? Publicity. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Um, So, basically, um, the New York City Transit authority, like, they they didn't want to, like, print ads for the show because, I guess, like, they thought maybe people thought it's going to be okay to sleep in subways and stuff. So, basically, like, they hired people to watch it and basically kind of, like, yeah, kind of spread more. They, and then I, it, I think yeah, they
1: hired people to probably watch it and give it good reviews, just yeah, to kind of, you know, of course, increased publicity. That's, I don't know if that's well, like, done often, but I think that's they frowned upon because you know, you want to get an honest review from people,
0: yeah, and then also, um, Philly, Phyllis Newman, she actually won a Tony for the best act featured actress and actress in the musical. And... Um, I'm pretty sure the Soundtrack is on um Spotify too, so that's cool. yeah, that's so, still based for sleeping. That's cool. Yeah.
2: Wonderful. <laughs> that actually, that it,
0: it's pretty good. Do you guys have like from yeah. your
1: show's like favorite characters or characters you'd like to play?
0: Oh. Mm, that's hard. From from from, from the show you from the, the, the show you
1: chose. Talking? For me, really oh. I have I really only have like one choice. Well, both characters sound fun. Jace does. I do, like, the, While I prefer Jace's songs. I do, like, I do, like, how Jace has a lot of, of course, they both have a lot of layers, but I do, like, the layers that Jace has of, kind of, like, trying to push some, like, having a lot of oppression, trying to push everything away, and then having, like, his he definitely, but also wanting to know the truth and being very conflicted. We do learn he's conflicted for a long time because by the end of the show, it's been like a few years later and he's finally writing like his goodbye and everything he wanted to say to judith which is kind of you know drastic he, he does have his own doubts about it but he does it and he's like you know what i've moved on and i think that's a really i, I do love how his character definitely yeah. shifts through the show
0: for me i'm i guess tom bailey because he seems like a cool role actually maybe one of the like the the homeless people sleeping on the subway mm-hmm. I f- kind of feel like...
2: It'd be fun to play Phil Connors because... One yeah. One... yeah, you'd
0: relive the whole day. You'd be like <laughs> hundred <laughs> solos in that song track.
2: Bro, if I was writing that musical, I'd take scene one, copy and paste five times. <laughs> yeah. I mean,
0: everything has to change. <laughs> there's actually... Um, <laughs> I feel like the extra... Uh, there's, a, there's a song that's called like Day One, Day Two, and then Day Three. It's pretty much the same song. You just get shorter and shorter over time. <laughs>
2: yeah. That, like, <laughs> yeah. There's actually, uh, there's a
0: song called, uh, I, it's called I'm Stuck, and that song, it's hilarious. It's really good. What's
1: it about?
2: Sounds awesome.
0: Oh, it, it basically Phil it's, Connors.
2: I, I don't know. Uh, the
1: song? Yeah, I get the basic premise off oh, okay. of it, but like, what's, but like, you know.
0: know yeah, so about. basically, Phil Connors, he goes to like all these different doctors, like saying like, I'm stuck, and then they just give him like weird yeah i don't know yeah it's just good okay so basically that's that's pretty much all of our musicals and yeah hope you guys enjoyed and well see you next week i'm pretty sure bye bye